All right, it is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. Just got home from the uh, Grand Rapids premiere of uh, End of the Tour, which is about David Foster Wallace and a tour for uh, Infinite Jest. Not going to be a huge commercial success, but was a very cool opportunity. I was doing some work for that company, Allied, that I do work for occasionally. And uh, it was uh, a bunch of people in Grand Rapids that had worked on or around the film, so it was cool to watch them with it as they got to screen it for the first time. Like I said, not going to be commercially huge, but if you have a chance to check it out, it's uh, really, really well done, and it was uh, fun to see it tonight. And always fun to hang out with the people at Celebration who just do a fantastic job taking care of people. Today on the show, I'm very excited because uh, we've got questions, and I love questions uh, as we're entering apparently the next 100 episodes uh, we're going to start changing it up and um, doing whatever the spirit moves us and today questions marketers ruin everything welcome to the everything is marketing podcast what i don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one what would the hero of your life's movie do right now do that do those things all right, it is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkern. Hope you are enjoying your Wednesday. And like I said, we're going to dig into a couple uh, questions that I've been uh, floated this week. And I'm going to start uh, with one from Ryan, who listens to the show a lot. And he and I go back and forth on a various a sundry of mediums, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever. Uh, today, he got at me on Facebook, and he said that he'd been listening to the um episode where I was talking about how I tried to use my card to buy a hot dog and I couldn't so I just left and uh, he says in his comment he says hey the cafe that I work at is likely to blow your mind not only do we not accept anything but cash but if you don't have the cash we offer the ATM at the convenience store beside us or what we prefer as a brand just leave whatever you want when you have a chance to stop in pay us uh, no info needed we just believe in the honor system uh, no phone number for pizza orders wood oven takes five minutes so forth and so on all marketing is done via word of mouth or WOM if you will um, not a lot of digital stuff happening at this cafe okay so I, I understand what he's trying to do here he's trying to challenge my um, idea that you should be able to take whatever the customer wants to pay and I still I'm I'm all in on that I'm all in on telling you that you you shouldn't you in 2015 16 17 18 are going to lose the opportunity to tell me how to spend my money and where I'm going to spend my money specifically on things that I may not necessarily need like eating out wherever and you see this as uh apple pay is being adapted at uh grocery stores because we're, we're losing the ability to tell customers how we're going to take their money that said the caveat here being the difference between my hot dog analogy where the woman told me to go get money and then come back and buy her hot dogs as if there weren't 77 other restaurants around that area if she had told me hey i'm just going to give you the hot dogs and when you get a chance come back and, and pay me for the hot dogs, that's a way, way different experience. And and I likely would be like, okay, not ideal because I don't really carry cash, but I'll go do that because you decided to trust me and I'll reciprocate by trusting your brand and coming back and giving you what you want because that's a much different experience. And so I, I'm not going to rescind my thought process because I still think that there's zero, literally absolutely zero reason why you shouldn't be able to take cards in 2015. However, if you're going to take the honor system at its face and let people just pay what they have or pay when they can, 
I'm okay with that. I think that's a very smart play, especially if you're living in the word of mouth universe, because what kills you in the word of mouth universe is bad word of mouth. And of course, if people start hearing that I don't need to call to order pizza because it takes five minutes to make one, I can just walk down there or drive over and get one. And oh, by the way, uh, if I'm forget cash or whatever, I can just pay in... Uh, action figures or paperback books or whatever I guess you have on your on your person the barter system again I'm okay with that stuff uh, also this week I, I was out and if you follow me on medium uh, which I highly recommend uh, I, I sort of started talking about this but I, I want to get more in depth in this because it, it happened three times this week I, I was out with a friend who was in flux and uh, they had asked me they're like hey I'm, I'm at this crossroads I'm looking to do something new and I'm thinking about going back to school and getting my NBA. What do you think? And I said, I, I think you should save your money. And they looked at me kind of crazy. And I said, well, what do you, what do you want to do? And this particular person is like, you know what? I really like doing projects. I like managing projects. And so I want to go back to school and get my MBA so I can have a degree in managing projects. And I said, how about you save that money? And you go find a small business or you go find a nonprofit and you just manage a project. How about you do that? How about you go manage a project? Because the, the thing is, if you're in this universe, this marketing universe, and you're trying to get a job, the likelihood of the piece of paper with an MBA on it being the thing that gets you the job, I, I don't feel, me personally, somebody who teaches at the college level, don't feel that, that that's a, a sure thing. That just because you have the MBA, that's going to be the thing that gets you above the other guy. And I say that because... If you're getting an MBA, there are benefits to getting an MBA. But if you're doing it because you think that's going to get you the next best job, I would 10 times out of 10 tell you to go get the experience instead. It's like if you have the opportunity, you know, to go back to Ryan who asked the question about the cafe. If you have the opportunity to go to the French Culinary Institute and, and there's no bad debt there, like you have the money to pay for it, you got the time to pay for it, all of your bills are going to be taken care of and you can go there and you can learn from the best of the best. I'm fine with that, right? That's that's a that's a worthwhile endeavor if if food is your life and you want to learn at this school. However, if you have to worry about paying a mortgage and you've got kids or you've got bills and you've got things to take care of, I think you can learn how to cook by going and cooking. You know, by jumping into a you know a short order cook situation and starting making breakfast and working out from breakfast to lunch and from lunch to dinner and from dinner at a cafe to dinner at a chain restaurant and from dinner at a chain restaurant to dinner at a four star restaurant and from dinner from a four star restaurant to a five star restaurant restaurant to a Michelin star to a two Michelin star you get what I'm saying right This is the age of experience and, and I, I think specifically when we were talking about an MBA with things like Coursera there's there's just not a lot of use for just getting an NBA. If you're getting an elite level NBA, you're spending three quarters of a million dollars on an NBA, again, a totally different conversation. But if you're just, if you're in flux looking for the next thing to do and you're going to jump in and get an NBA, I think you're going to waste a lot of time on classes that you do not give a crap about. And you're going to waste a lot of money on those classes that you don't give a crap about when you could just be doing stuff. And if you look around you, anybody in your circle, socially or otherwise, like real world social or social media, you're going to see a lot of people who are doing stuff and are successful at doing that stuff. You know, they're, they're starting projects, they're launching products, they're launching apps, they're getting involved in organizations, and they're getting experience by doing those things. So to this person, I, you know, I said, 
If you want to be a project manager, you want to manage projects, then get off your ass and go manage a project because that's going to be the thing that you need to learn. You need to learn how to manage a project in 2015 so you can parlay that into your next gig. You can network that into the thing that gets you where you need to go. So there are obviously caveats to everything in life. I just feel that if you're just going back to school to say that you went back to school and thinking that in 2015, 16, 17, 18, that that's going to be the thing that gets you your dream job. I would holistically disagree. And the other thing I would say is that, again, if you're somebody who's floating out resume after resume after resume and not getting a reaction, try this on on the same level. Try this. Spend all of your time that you're spending on LinkedIn sending out resumes. Spend all of that time consuming people's content on LinkedIn and then talking with them about it and starting a relationship. This is like that stat I told you, whatever, two months ago, that 97% of in-mail that's sale first gets deleted or bounced as spam. I've had 10 this week of people that are like, hello, Eric, total form fill, right? Hello, Eric, couldn't help but notice your LinkedIn profile. Would you like to buy this thing that will increase your audience or this thing that will increase page views or this thing will increase downloads or this thing that will increase engagements? And I don't know you. I'm not on LinkedIn to buy stuff from people I don't know. I'm not on LinkedIn to jump on conference call after conference call after conference call to hear about your product that, you know, there's no intro to that. There's no relationship to that. And this is especially on a platform like LinkedIn. That's all it is, is relationships. So spend some time instead of just shooting out resume after resume after resume to the job portion, which works great, right? The job portion of LinkedIn works great. But if you're not getting what you want, you're going to have to change your strategy. And I would say the change to that strategy is go after individual human beings and start having a relationship with them and see if you can network yourself into that next step. Instead of doing the thing that you've been doing on and on and on and on and on and you know bouncing your head against the wall over and over and over and over and over again and not getting what you want, go do that. You want to be a project manager? Go manage a project. You want a new job? Start networking. And I wouldn't wait until you get fired or you leave your job. You should be networking all of the time. I would be on whatever platform you like, I would be cultivating those relationships because you never know. And that's what I was writing about this week in, in Medium is that You just never know. And gone are the days that you can have a terrible ego and a terrible temper and you can just piss off people and expect to continue an upward movement because people know a lot about you and word travels fast when you're not very nice. It travels much faster when you're not very nice than it does when you're nice or even mildly nice. And so the ability to network and the ability to make connections and the ability to genuinely have conversations about things people are interested in will get you much, 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 much farther than if you're just floating out resumes and hoping for the best or you're just going to school and taking course after course and degree after degree hoping that somebody will look at, please, I hope they'll look at my resume and they'll choose me over Sally because I have an MBA and they don't have an MBA because I'm going to tell you, you've probably heard this more than once if you're going through this process right now that they've picked an internal candidate who may have more or less experience. It's kind of irrelevant. What it boils down to is a relationship. I know Sally internally and I know what Sally internally can do. And so we're going to give Sally a shot because we know her. And while you have all of the chops, so to speak, on the resume, I don't know you right? I don't know you. And so how do you get to know people? You do it by networking. And it's the same with LinkedIn. When I get your uh, app that you want to help me with downloads or connecting with my customer or e-marketing or content marketing or inbound marketing, and I don't know you, I don't know you. I just don't know you. 
let's start a relationship and see what happens from there. And maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll check out your product and maybe we'll, we'll have a half hour conversation. And from there, maybe we'll do some business, but I'm not going to do business with you. If the very first thing you say is buy this thing that you've never heard of prior to now, because I know everything about inbound marketing, because I don't know you. So I don't know if you actually know anything about inbound marketing, regardless of what your LinkedIn profile says or your inbound uh, in-mail does. Last thing, uh, James Altucher, if you don't know who he is, he wrote a fantastic book. I'm going to say two years ago, my friend Justin turned me on to it two years uh, last year, but I think it was two years old at that point. And the book is called Choose Yourself, and it's all about kind of following your passion. A lot of things that we talk about here intermixed with uh, things to do in marketing. And he was on Medium and LinkedIn this week with this same story that I love. And, and I actually had coffee with my friend Justin who turned me on to uh, Altucher. And we were talking about this, that we're in this interesting space in 2015 where um, you're seeing these quotable cards showing up on Instagram and showing up on Facebook and they're attributed to human beings that may or may not be alive and in most cases you don't know whether or not they actually said it and this is one of those cases but I don't care and so the story goes it's about Bruce Lee and the story is that Bruce Lee has a student who's older than him and they had been training for three or four months running and they were running three miles at a stretch and they had gotten it down to like eight minutes and five seconds. So each mile was eight minutes and five seconds. And this particular day, as they start running, Bruce turns to the gentleman and says, hey, I think we should do five miles today. And the guy's like, man, I mean, you're younger than me. You're in better shape than me. So of course you're saying that I don't think I can do it. And Bruce says, look, by the time we get to three miles, which you know you can do, you're going to be over halfway there. And he's like, uh, whatever. I'm like, trust me, you're going to be over halfway there. Let's just try it. And so he's like, okay, fine. So they get to three miles and they get to like three and a half miles and they get to like 3.8 miles and everything starts to hurt. And if you run or work out, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your lungs burn, your legs hurt, your eyes hurt, everything hurts and you just want to stop. And he turns to Bruce. He goes, I cannot do this. I can't keep running this fast. I'm just not built to do this. I cannot do it. And Bruce turns to him and says, well, then just die. And then keeps running. So the guy's like, what the hell? And, you know, follows after Bruce Lee. Finishes the next mile and a half. Finishes all five miles, right around eight minutes. They go and they're, they're taking a shower. When shower is over and they're both in the locker room, he's like, hey, Bruce, I need to talk to you. And Bruce is like, yeah, sure, what's up? He's like, what is wrong with you? Why did you tell me to die out there? And he goes, well, because you should. He's like, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, if you're going to stop every time something gets even slightly difficult, just give up. Because the universe spends all of its time, and I mean all of its time, putting barriers in your way to tell you things that you cannot do. And so if going from three miles to five miles at a pace that you've been running for three and a half months is enough to stop you from even attempting it, yeah, you should just give it up. And I love that story. And like I said, I have no idea if it's actually a true Bruce Lee story because you can say a lot of things on the Internet. But I love that story so much that I've shared it a couple times. But I, I know that there are a lot of people that listen here on the podcast that don't necessarily follow me in other universes. So I wanted to make sure that I, I had the opportunity to share that with you. All right. Hope you have a wonderful Wednesday evening. We will talk again tomorrow uh, and then Friday. And I've got a whole bunch of stuff planned uh, this week and then next week and on and on and on and on. But if you have questions, uh, I'm interested certainly in answering those. So please send them my way. Eric at MLive, or you can find me on Facebook uh, at Eric Hulkerin, or you can find me on uh, the Instagrams and the Twitters at Polymath and Vine, P-O-L-Y-M-A-T-H-A-N-D-V-I-N-E.com. Have a great day. We'll talk again tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast.